Why does Hashem need so many names? The simple answer to that question is Hashem doesn't need many names. We need for Him to have names. Just like Hasidah says, if you would be the only person in the universe, you wouldn't have a name. Now, of course, according to Hasidah, that can't be. If you were the only person in the universe, you would have to have a name because your name would be your highest, but you would never use it. A name is a base yacht, like a handle that holds a pot. If you have no handle, you can't hold the pot. But everybody understands the point of the handle is not the handle, it's the pot. A name is a base yacht, it's an achiz that gives you access, that allows you to grip the thing that you're calling by that name. The Abisha doesn't need any names. We need them to have names. Like it says in Chazal, the midas of the Abishter, the, the names of the Abishter reflect his Maisim, when he's a Giber, he's called Svois. When he's a Zokin giving us a Tehdi, he's called Havaya. The Abishter's names change based on how we are relating to him or how he is relating to us. So Hashem has many names because the Abish's relationship with the world has many tziyur in many different forms and therefore the Abish has to have many different names. But there is a basic difference here between how this concept of the many names of the Abish that is understood without Kabbalah and how the many names of the Abish that are understood with Kabbalah. If you're approaching this from a Chakira perspective, a non-Kabbalistic perspective, the names of the Eibishtar are exactly that. The Eibishtar relates to the world through one midah, we call them Shindalad Yud. The Eibishtar relates to the world through a different midah, we call them Kedu or Lakim or Avaya and so on. Now understand that without Kabbalah, you don't believe in Pula and Pula, you believe only in Nifa. What does that mean? It means Dibra, Teira, Kalashan, Benayad. Any allusion, any reference, any insinuation that the Abish did is anthropomorphic, that Hashem is doing something which makes him sound like a person, is only what we're perceiving. Not that Chas Vashomi has those midas, nor that he's doing those things. Hashem doesn't have chesed, Hashem doesn't do chesed. When what reaches us is midas a chesed, we say he was kind to us. So in the, in the language of Chkire, the names of the Eibishter are a reflection, not of what he is doing. The names of the Eibishter are a reflection of what is being done to us. And in Kabbalah it's Eidelet, because Kabbalah holds that there is also the Pu'ula. The, there is also the Pu'ula. In other words, we don't only hold that the Eibishter, when we get something from Hashem which is Chesed-like, we call him Kale. When we get something from the Eibishter which is Gvura-like, we call him Elakim. Well, we believe that in Atzilus, there are actually these Midas. Higher than Natsilas, there are no Midas, but Natsilas, there are these Midas. And therefore, the names of the Eivishter are not only describing what he does in relationship to us, in our perception, but in the Madrega of Adam Ha'elyan, the Midas and the Shemes are actually true. In other words, in simple words, what I just said is that Hashem has many names because of his relationship with the world. But in Chakira, the Eivishter's relationship with the world is only a worldly thing. And in Kabbalah, the Abish's relationship with the world begins with Adam Ha'elian, with the Sphere of Atzilus. And in the Sphere of Atzilus, the Abish has these Midis, Be'emis, and therefore these names are not only describing what he's doing for us, but describing these Midis as they're, so to speak, prepared for what he's going to do for us uh, later. Mm-hmm.